As I'm talking about that, we're, I'm getting inundated with mine. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Hey. Come on. Hey, Lord. I'm going to do a little sake. You guys, you, you guys drinking or no? I've already finished my wine. Oh, oh, Molly's got whiskey and Lisa's got wine. Molly, you're a whiskey drinker? Uh, yeah. Look how fucking surprised I am. I know. <laughs> Absolutely shocked. How are, how are your gigantic breasts doing? <laughs> Like, he's not talking to me, is he? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we lost her valley. She yeah. fell off her chair. shows like the Carbonara effect. Did you ever see that guy? He's a magician, but he adds a twist to it. So they set heard people of it, up. Yeah. Like he'll set people up where say it's a woman who comes in and she's a floral designer in a um, funeral home. And what they'll do is like they'll actually put somebody real in the casket and they'll do these like wacky things to spook her. So you would want to be in a situation like, so you almost want to be punked to see what your reaction or how it would feel if it was all set up around you. No, I wouldn't want to be punked. I just, I would just want to be the companion. I think it's, it's one of those very difficult things to explain. But you want to believe it's real. You want to actually believe that you're in the scene. And the only way to make you believe it is to fake you out. Well, I mean, getting into the TARDIS and going through time and space would... You know what they call that, O'Malley? They call that role-playing. Wow. So we got to find you someone who wants to... I don't want play. anyone. I can't <laughs> And then, you know, then you can have... Then you could be anybody you want to be. Yeah, well, Whether it's, you heard the last part of the last podcast. I mean, you guys were like, oh, what, she's 36 years? And then you were like, oh, I hope I'm that way. You know, so, I think- so for people who didn't listen last time, we had Ellen oh, right. who was a great interview yeah and, ellen Carabas, yeah she was wonderful i loved her and um o'malley was giving us a whole bunch of ideas of things that she'd want to do and this week we're joined by lisa i can't hear her though we can't hear we have mrs all business pete on on the line but i can't hear i can see <laughs> I like think that's pete. <laughs> hi pete 
Hi, Lisa. I can see you, but Poor I can't. Poor guy hear. has to come home and take care of take care of things at home too. There we go. <laughs> Doesn't that look familiar? Remember when uh, mine was yeah, like that? I have video of large doing that with you. Do you? <laughs> yeah. uh, that is. Oh so yeah. Funny. Oh yeah. That's how it is. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Oh, he's upstairs. There we go. It's Yay. Oh, Yay. there she is. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> My senior in high school is wearing that exact quilted hoodie. It's one with the arm pat, the black patch. Yep. Yeah. That's what he's wearing um, downstairs right now. I love it. it took me a million years to get Pete to get it for me though. He's so oh. bad at getting me merch. Like I'm like, oh, get it. Like it took, I asked for it for Christmas. Then my birthday is in January, like a month after Christmas. And then I got it in like April, a year later. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. like a merch closet you can go into and just like take things like everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. You have to, you have to make sure that you go on one of the shows as a guest. That way you get to go into the store and shop. Yeah. Right. I just got to go in there. I've never been in the office still, or even the old office, much less the new one. You never went in the old office. No. I think this one's going to be very nice. I've never been, um, I've, I haven't been upstairs yet, but I've been, I've been downstairs. I like the location better too. Yeah. Is it a nicer like block? Well, right now they're now the new one's on seventh Avenue. So it's oh, a very, okay. very busy block. It's oh, um, just a couple doors down from Penn station. So it's, oh. it's on a busier Avenue, mm-hmm. but it's, I think it's going to be a much nicer office. The other one, like, you, you kind of just wanted to shower the second you left. <laughs> All the all the stuff they were <coughs> everyone was putting on Twitter of them packing and moving like oh the office it looked exactly as dirty as it did as it did like when they were there it's just everything was in Tupperware exactly containers. I was like it doesn't look that different guys <laughs> so today we are joined by Mrs Old Business Pete also known as Lisa or Mommy right <laughs> yeah yeah are we are we bleeping yeah. out your name no you can call me Lisa yeah. okay that's fine um, I don't know I'm, I'm, Andy, I'm married to Large from Barstool and this is O'Malley. As always, O'Malley, not married to anyone, never, ever. I think she's happily, to, right? <laughs> she's happily single who likes to role play. Oh, wow. She has fancy items in her nice stands that make awesome sounds that go vroom, vroom. Vroom. <laughs> I don't have any of those. <laughs> hey, we Maybe can. later. Maybe later. We can, and Lisa's uh, married to the tech guy, the Barstool I am, Sports yeah. Tech Guy. All business, Pete. As yeah. Fun. Wow. Yeah. But we life, know who's in charge. Yeah. Your life has been quite busy lately, just mm-hmm. even not being there. Yeah. Well, honestly, he was very good through this whole office move because he was basically like the point person, like for everything. Um, not so much for design because I don't know if this is like breaking news. He's colorblind. So I think that's... <laughs> Um, you got an exclusive, all business media is colorblind. Um, so, but I think Keith helped him, K Marco helped him with like the design, like the aesthetic kind of thing. And, um, but Pete was in charge of like the tech, the layout, like all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, how big the studios were, where they're placed and all that, all that. Um, he was very good throughout the entire experience of like, he only stayed late on like the Thursday and Friday before they moved. He went to work the Sunday that they were moving everybody's stuff. And then I think he stayed late on Monday. Or he, sl- he slept in the city Sunday overnight to Monday so he could be in early for radio. And then, um, and like other than that, it wasn't like 
a, such a hardship on us because he made it a priority to like get home. He gets home at 7.40 <laughs> and that's like what I count on. <laughs> um, so yeah, but that's, you know, the stuff that sucks is when he, tra- he travels a lot. Um, How do you deal with that? That's a lot. Being um, alone with two kids all, all day and knowing like that 7.40 is coming, but yeah. then when it doesn't come when he travels, that's got to be difficult. It is. Um, in it's sort of, it's it's good and bad because it's good to know you are on your own so you don't have that like oh when he gets home like he can take over you're like no i'm just like pushing through i'm just gonna so you've do mentally it prepped yourself. yeah exactly exactly and then um but obviously he's gone and you don't get the break and then you like you know you're trying to like do the dishes and like do whatever chores before bedtime so that you can still, so that I can still have like my time, you know, to like, mm-hmm. I have started watching Game of Thrones, by the way, on season two. O'Malley. Good for you. It's good, right? It's addictive. It's a good show. I mean, I think they've got something there. I think it's going to be super popular. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm so behind you. You heard it here first. <laughs> Another exclusive. Breaking news. Man podcast. Another exclusive. <laughs> colorblind and Game of Thrones is a very good television program. <laughs> That is so I have funny. I have wine, by the way. I haven't had a sip of it yet. I'm waiting for Laura. Laura is going to bring me down mine in a little bit. He's uh, yeah. he's putting everybody down. Make I'm a whiskey girl. Everybody, so okay. set up and organized. He'll be he'll be heading down. Do I? To, is that a paper cup you're drinking? No, it's a, oh. like a ceramic. And you know, a, I thought that. O'Malley, you showed me your cup earlier that you had with your whiskey in it. And I was saying to you, do you have one of those? I was asking O'Malley if she had like one of those old school crystal, you know, uh, push carts with the glasses, oh. the bourbon cup. Yeah. The bourbon like, uh, what do they call that? Can- decanter. Decanter. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And she and then she holds, she's like, oh, no, I got it in this. And she holds up like this. It looked like an old paper cup. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a taller version of what was. Yeah. It's like red and bourbon. No, but it's ceramic and like, like okay, you fancy. can make tea and do what have yeah. you in it. Yeah. But no, I had one of those. Well, my father had one of those carts. He actually had a whole room that was white, white carpet. Um, the dogs, the cats weren't allowed in that room. Like you had to go in and sit properly and he had all his whiskey and bourbon. I always wonder why they don't just drink out of it. Like why do they pour it in a little bit into a cup and just keep refilling it? Yeah, it would just annoy me just constantly <laughs> refilling it. I would want just take a just take a gigantic get a big cup and drink out of that. Right? Tumbler, yeah. Yeah. But those, I got no. from, um, I don't know if you guys, I know you saw, maybe you, O'Malley, I'm pointing at you like you know that I'm... <laughs> it's good. I saw that. I saw her pointing and I'm like, where is she going with that? Typical um, mother. Erica, Erica Nardini, the People's CEO, just sent us a bunch of lovely gifts because Pete's been um, been working so hard and she got me these really nice tumblers. They're by, um, no free ads, but a company called Corksicle, like cork. Like yeah, they make great stuff. And she got me two of those things. They're really great. So your whiskey out of a corksicle. That was very nice of her. I like that company. They make great stuff. What what company was it? Corksicle. Okay. What is it? I don't know. I'm so out of it. It's like a tumbler. Like you can put coffee or tea or whatever in it. Oh, okay. Um, Or whiskey. I'm sure. Or whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what I'm getting. I'm not sure if I'm getting vodka or if I'm getting sake. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like the mystery drink. (laughs) (laughs) So I really don't know which direction I'm going to be going in. So I could be telling you things that I shouldn't be, or I could just be rolling on the floor laughing. So we're not really sure. I also have chamomile tea here. Oh. And water. So I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. 
because it's like all moms, you caught a cold from your children. I did. Oh, did you? Yes. So yeah. So the story goes, my friend Marissa took her kids to Florida to visit her in-laws for two weeks. They were sick the entire time they were gone. Mm, so I think they just like, got, and it was like, one of them had a fever, then one of them had a cough and somebody else got like, she got strapped herself. Like the mom got strapped and like everybody had kind of a different disease and then it spread to her in-laws, like her, her mother and father-in-law too were sick. And so I think they must've gotten something on the plane. <clears throat> and then she came back and thought everybody was like good. And then they came over to our house and then Annie got sick, my daughter. Um, and then uh, Pete got sick. So he had like a few, last week when he's the busiest he's ever been, he was like shaking with like chills. And fever. Oh, that's the worst. High on DayQuil and like coughing. And, uh, and then Sam, my youngest, ha- got just a fever over the weekend. And then I'm like, I've made it a week. Like maybe I'm good. Maybe my like mom strength has pushed me through. And then, yeah. And then yesterday I was like, no. I woke up with like a stuffy nose. I had a fever kind of. And now I'm just, so that's why I sound a little, <clears throat> you know. I would take strep throat over anything because then you could just take a battery of antibiotics and be done with it. I actually had that when my son was like two weeks old. I randomly got strep. Nobody else in my house got it. I was up like, you know, baby's two weeks old. So I'm up all night and I was like, I'm really hot. And then the next time he woke up, I was like, I'm really cold. (laughs) Something's wrong with me. And I had strep. Like nobody else got it, but I went to the doctor. I took the first, the first pill of the antibiotics and I was fine. Yeah. So it, it, it makes you feel so much better. When Bridget was born, um, we had people come over, you know, see the new baby, this, not the other thing. Yeah. And one of the kids, the mom called me when she got home. She's like, listen, I hate to say this to you because I know we came by to see the baby. Everybody felt fine. One of our kids had come down with Coxsackie. Ooh. You've experienced that one yet. But it's I the doors down the throat, on the tongue, the hands Wait. break out on the dots and the feet. I did not hear this correctly. Did you say Coxsackie? Cock and it sacking, goes down, yeah. and it it's goes like, down it's the like um, <laughs> mouth. It's the worst name in the world. It really is. And it real and it what it does to you, don't Google it. Whatever you do, don't Google Coxsackie because you'll and if you do, you get what you deserve after you've been warned. So um okay. I was like, oh gosh. And they were the kid was playing with my middle guy, Finnegan. And then, you know, when Mike comes home. He's like, oh, that's not a big deal. I won't get it. Finn's not showing signs of it. So, you know, he eats the chicken nugget off the fork, this, that, the other thing. Next thing you know it, Mike, Laura, also known as Large, Mick, Finn, and Bridget, my two-week-old, all came down with it. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. Just just <sighs> absolutely awful. They all had sores on their tongues, down their throats. It was oh one gosh. of the I was the only one that didn't Baby. get it. Oh my gosh, the poor baby. That's it was so bad. I felt so bad. We had to move the christening. <laughs> it was just awful. Nice. So I feel your pain with the newborn thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That must have been. Mm-hmm. That's never yeah. fun. No. So you have two kids. Your daughter Annie is four and your son Sam is three? Uh, no, he's almost two. He'll be two in a month. Oh, okay. So they're a little bit more than Irish twins. Yes. That's good. No, we've, they're you gave yourself a little Irish bit of time. Yes. And there will be no more twins now because not an exclusive all business speak out of vasectomy. <laughs> so we are done. We got our the bo- the girl and the boy, and we're done. That's a nice feeling, though, knowing that you have oh it all God. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I've never been like more certain of something in my life that I don't want any more children. Because some I have a lot of friends who like I became friends with with my first baby, 
And then we all kind of had our second around the same time, like about two or three years later. And then um, they're starting to talk about a third now. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I don't, <laughs> why you would want to do that? And so I have to like check myself because like maybe they want a third baby and I shouldn't judge them that much. But I'm like, I think you know when you're done. Like when you know, you know when, when you're done. I am so incredibly done. Like I, <laughs> I've never been more sure of anything in my life. The very thought of it would make me very sick. Well, that's because you have a team. You have four, though, right? (laughs) I have friends who are having kids. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, like early 40s, they're having kids for the first time. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, I feel after Bridget. I knew I was done after Bridget. And then Mike said to someone, oh, yeah, if, you know, well, if she had been born a boy, we would have definitely gone for the girl. And I'm thinking, nope, no. <laughs> I mean, your next wife would you Debbie could have had five more, but not this one. <laughs> not this one. No shot. What was funny when uh, Pete went on Podfathers soon after he got the vasectomy, and Large asked him, like, "What if you make some hot, some like hot honey? Like, you know, if something, God forbid, happens to me, what yep. if you make some hot little honey?" But nice, isn't that a nice? And I, thought? <laughs> I started listening to. I started cracking up. I was almost crying because like, <laughs> like going out and picking up some hot honey. <laughs> Is I it just wouldn't happen. Like <laughs> he's lucky he got me. Uh, <laughs> it was like the idea of him going out and like trying to hook up with somebody is just like comical. <laughs> yeah, I love, so I love him. I love him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems to he seems to not have that aura around him. He does and, not have that aura. <laughs> I mean, the fact that like. Big Cat and a bunch of others relentlessly, <laughs> you know, say things about him, and and yeah. he's just so calm every time, and yeah. just so even keel. It's so funny. But were you saying um, a few weeks ago that you don't listen to Sirius XM? We don't have a subscription to Sirius. How is that? <laughs> That's okay. great. Um, wow. we don't, I mean, our cars are older. I'm trying to get him to buy me a new car. Um, but we, so we don't have it in the cars and I was piggybacking on my mom's subscription for a little while. And then that got messed up. Cause she got like, she like changed it between her cars or something. And yeah, we just <laughs> we don't have it. So I, it's not on purpose. I don't think, but like, luckily, thank you to whoever runs the Barstool Radio Twitter. They put on the clips that I need to hear. That's on, on Twitter, and uh, so they they like to talk about his boners. <laughs> oh, jeez, do they? <laughs> think, well, honestly, Big Cat was like, "When was the last? Time, when was the last time you got like a really good boner?" I heard this. I heard this live. I was dying. Did he answer it? Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, "Yeah, like a month ago." <laughs> I'm like, nobody's calling me. What my husband would say to that. No, and I was, you know, like, I'm like, well, it was more than a month. It was less than a month ago that (laughs) I guess it wasn't good enough. I guess it wasn't like a really good one. (laughs) I think they were describing it as like the golden god of boners. I didn't really, I don't know much about boners. So I didn't like, I was like, aren't they all good? Yeah. Like, isn't it always good when you have one? I don't know. (laughs) That is Apparently I wasn't involved. I don't think (laughs) <laughs> and you know what? That's probably good for you at this point. Four and two, you're probably like, you know what? Go take care of that on your own. Get away from me. <laughs> that came into play. No, that came into play when 
after you get your vasectomy, you're not like completely good to just have unprotected sex right away. You have to have a certain number of ejaculations to like clear out all the old sperm. Right. Yeah. So he was keeping track and it had to be like 25 to 30 or something. Did he have a chart? I think he did it on his a phone. whiteboard. I think he had like a note on his phone. Okay. And he did it in less than a month. I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> I thought it was always about a 30-day period. Like they said. No, it's the like, number of oh, okay. You have to get it out. Wow. You have to get the old sperm out. So like it takes 25 or 20 to 30 or something. And then you go in for a check. Yeah. And they check it. Well, he brought, you can bring it in. Yeah. So he brought <laughs> Here, I brought you a gift. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then that's it and it's like, you're clear. So we, but that's nice. That's nice for you. Oh my God. It's great. I'm telling all my friends, all my friends who want these third children. I'm like, no, no, no. Get a vasectomy instead. Get your husband a vasectomy. It's way better than a third child. (laughs) (laughs) So now we know we, 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 I'm glad that we know about him, but I want to know about you. Okay. I was reading some of the stuff that O'Malley had sent me. I know she sent you a bunch of questions, which she's very, very good at. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things you had written was that you were a ride or die Dave Matthews fan. Yeah. I love that because yeah. I kind of like, I know some of his stuff. I don't know a ton of it, mm-hmm. but um, everything that I've listened to, I absolutely love. So tell me, what's your favorite song? Oh, um, Crush or Crash? <laughs> Actually, it's Crush. Crush, right? Crush, followed by, closely by Lie in Our Graves um, and... Trippin' Billies. Um, it's basically like that's all I listened to in high school and college. So I feel like that that music is whatever sticks with you, you know, for the rest of your life. Whatever you listen to when you're like 18 to like 23 is always going to be like your like your jam, you know. I could see that. I, I definitely see that. We had um, like there were a bunch of bands like that when we, you know, very popular. I think Green Day was one of them, Oasis and yeah. um, Blink-182. So when they did the pop punk thing. Oh. Love that. Yeah. You know, they did a bunch of covers and Mike and I knew every song. So we were singing along and one of the guys came over and was like, that's awesome that you guys are here. We're so glad, you know, it's so funny because you knew every song and it was so cool that you knew our songs. And I'm thinking, gosh, those are actually like, like you're 20 years younger than me. Yeah. (laughs) You're actually singing our songs. (laughs) Isn't Frankie like, well, Bobby's like, 12 me or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's now, 20 now was what was on the radio when I was in high school so yeah, yeah. it was it was funny to hear like yeah. like he was surprised that we knew all the songs and I'm like oh they're so old you're just so young <laughs> yeah I still don't think of blink 182 as being old for some reason and then I will look it back at a an album and I'm like oh god <laughs> I'm becoming one of those people. (laughs) Do you have the Dave Matthews stickers? The, what is it called? The dancer? The fire fire dancer. Fire dancer. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never been a, like a big, well, that's a lie. I I was a big movie poster person, like in my college dorm, movie posters everywhere. Um, Not so much band posters. I don't know why, but um, I saw them play a bunch of times. Like we would go to um, SPAC in Saratoga because uh, I grew up near Albany, kind of. Um, so I went up there a bunch of times in the summer. And I saw. I actually drove to Montreal to see them once, which was like a very long drive for a show that I like could have seen, you know, at back, <laughs> and, you know, an hour from my house. All those things um, you do when you don't have kids, right? Yeah. And like I was in college. So we're like, yeah, let's like road trip to Montreal. And it's like 
still was like six or seven hours. Like that's, Oh wow. Stops being fun after a while. <laughs> Even when well, you're the like, ride up is fun. It's the ride home yeah, where everybody exactly. smells terrible and is exhausted and nobody wants to drive. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have like, I wasn't a big like decor person with them. I don't think if I hold it up, is that better? It is a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit better. It was quite, it was very, I'll try not to talk with my hands so much. Oh no, your hands. Oh no, that's fine. fine. We do it too. <laughs> I do it all the time. Half the time I knock my microphone over. <laughs> I was thinking of asking Pete to bring one home for me. <laughs> well, you know what is, um, large will do pot fathers from home. Right. So I hijack all his stuff. I have his setup. That helps. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I saw Ellen, I saw Ellen had just headphones on. So I figured I'd be like her. Yeah, it did. Well. I haven't used them yet. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wanted to get into the career that you got into and you had and you left. Yeah, I was a TV producer um, <laughs> and uh, I worked freelance. I worked on a couple shows. Um, Say Yes to the Dress is the one that everybody knows. Um, and um, another one called Vanity Fair Confidential that aired on the Discovery ID channel. It's like a crime show. And um, <clears throat> and I, were, I was freelance, so it was a little bit like uh, you know, always looking for your next job, which was tough. Um, and I traveled for a couple of the jobs. I would go out to the field. Um, and that was all before Pete worked at Barstool. Um, so, or actually, sorry, I got my timeline mixed up. So he started working at Barstool right before I got pregnant with my son. And I was still, I, I did like one more season of a show while he was working at Barstool. And that was, if anything, more proof that like our two jobs weren't going to mesh with need both of us needing long hours, both of us needing to travel, like both of us needing to like be the one who had the crazy job. Like we couldn't both have the crazy job anymore. And I had the crazy job first and he actually worked from home before he worked at Barstool. He was like a consultant. He did something I don't understand. Like I can't even tell you what he was a consultant for like a streaming company or something. Um, and so he worked, he worked at home and he handled the daycare drop off and pick up for Annie. And, um, and I was sort of allowed to go off and, and travel and work late whenever I needed to and stuff like that. So um, it was tricky, like those sort of six to nine months, maybe when I was still working and he was and he had the barstool job. Um, so it definitely made sense for me to stay home. Um, also, like commuting into the city is tough. The daycare where my daughter went closes at 630. I had to leave work at 445 in order to get home to pick her up. Um, and I had to, you know, she got dropped off at like eight, I think, or something, you know, it's like the hours of that and having a job since I worked freelance, I had to kind of work for somebody who knew me and who understood my situation and would let me leave at four forty-five and not be like a stickler about how late I was staying and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, it, would be, it became clear that like those two jobs wouldn't mesh, especially with two children. Cause there's twice the likelihood of someone getting sick and who's the parent who, you know, stays home and, and all that. Um, so it just, it sort of was logical that I would stay home um, after Sam was born. Oh, absolutely. Because daycare costs alone, even if you don't have the craziness and you have the ability to get there is, is sometimes a cost that ends up negating the fact that you're working. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're just and like, just like what sanity, are we like my yeah. sanity, I would have been going crazy. Like in those few months, like I'm like, oh my God, what if I can't leave? Like, right. Cause I had to like leave. My, it was like 4.51 was the latest I could walk out of my office to make the subway, to make the train. Cause we live in Westchester. So, you know, it's, it was just like every day I was jacked up, like with that extra stress beyond just whatever my, whatever I was doing at work that day. So 
um, yeah, so it made sense. And I'm, I'm definitely happy. And I'm calling myself a retired TV producer because I don't think I'll ever do it again because of like oh. that, that aspect of it. Um, I just, I would need to work much closer to home. I don't, I, I see myself going back to work, uh, maybe once my oldest is in kindergarten, but, um, I can't work in the city. It just doesn't, it. it doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to be away from them, especially when they call back. But in hindsight, I think had I gone back when they were younger and stopped working now that they're older, I think that might have been better because I see that once they get into eighth grade and high school, they actually need you more. Hmm. They're the ones that like the other ones kind of get into a routine. They like structure and they don't notice that you're not there as much as when they get older, when they get older and they start to, that's when they start to understand that they can ask questions. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like, you know, can they have stuff? Can they ask stuff? All of a sudden when they get a little older, they start wanting to know what you're doing and where you are. Mm -hmm. And that's when you have, like, I, re I think I should, like, I wish I had gone back when they were younger. Hmm. Live and learn. Did right? you stay in, at work? When did you, when did you stop working? I stopped working when my second son was like maybe six or seven months old. Oh, okay. And then, you know, then it was, then we had Bridget after that. And so sure. having the three yeah. of them small, I mean, it was very busy, but once they were all in school, yeah. then I, you know, even if I, like, even if I could have put her in daycare, she would, they, they would, she would have been great. It would have been a schedule. They like to, they like to be on schedule. Mm -hmm. It's when, I think when they start, stop liking that schedule, when all of a sudden school becomes unfun around seventh or eighth grade, that's when I think had I, had I stopped working then it probably would have been better. I would have been able to have gotten a couple more paychecks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, with, with Annie's job, it was at least something that she was in control of and something she had been doing. And so she knew, and yeah. you know, stock exchange, you're there. It opens, it's like school. it closes. Yeah. It, there, the there bell, is. The, bus, the bell yeah. rang. Work, yeah, the bell rang. You got on the bus and went home. Right. <laughs> Whereas, obviously, for Lisa, it's yeah. you're you have to be there. Like mm. you, you probably have those memories of just having to to be either on set or getting something or trying to take care of something. You know, so it's I I can see how that wouldn't that wouldn't work out for for you. Um, yeah, I know that we wanted to go on to some fun questions. And I don't know if Annie has all of them or not. I'm not I sure. I had one, you know, we were asking for a bunch of it. And one of them said being that, um, like, how are you handling all the media attention? Like, I know I have, like, from our perspective, I would love to know yours. Like, with being in that industry and then having your husband going on things, what is it like for you to have yourself put out there so much? Um, he's pretty private as far as we're concerned. Like he does, you know, he, he's been on pod fathers a couple times just talking about the kids and he taught, he barely talked about me. Um, <laughs> I, roll, I roll for the listeners. Um, but, um, and, um, I think the only thing is, I mean, everybody's really mean to him. They're awful. Oh, are they really? Yeah. And horrible. And like, oh, he's a dork. Like, whoa, whoa, ball business Pete, like didn't buy the right chairs for the office. Like, no, you didn't order the right chairs for the office. Um, or like, I don't know. It's just, he does so much that I think people don't realize. Like when he does a good job, it's almost invisible because everything just works right. And you just know, you don't notice until something goes wrong. Like, gotcha. 
if the, when the next time the internet goes down in the office, and like everybody tweets like, oh, the internet, the internet, and these are, you know, weirdos who are sitting at home tweeting at my husband about the internet in his office, like <laughs> just use your own internet. You don't need to worry about the internet at, at Barstool. Like, don't like, I don't know. That's what, that's what bugs me. Especially. Well, that explains the question that I got is that why, like, what is the internet like at your home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's the internet in your house? It's great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it never goes down. <laughs> Stuff where it's like you're sitting at home, like or in your dorm or whatever. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> and it's because you know. And obviously, I understand the culture there, but I wish it was a little bit more. Like, also, we tell him he's doing a good job, <laughs> and then we make fun of him some more. Like, that's fine. But he can take it. He can take it, and he dishes it a little bit. Um, but I think he's sort of he has created a character for himself where he is that like stoic sort of guy who's just like, whatever, sorry, it doesn't work. I'll fix it. You know? Right. It, it sure does help, you know, not feed into it. He just takes it and, and, you know, goes with it. Was he involved with um, understanding Barstool? I know that there's been people who have joined who did not know um, much about Barstool before coming on like Ellie and uh, a few other people, they were just kind of, yeah, they were kind of like, what's, what's a barstool or something like that? <laughs> um, no, he was a fan. Like he was a stoolie before. Uh, okay. Before. And he actually, um, one of his friends grew up, not like with Dave, but in the same town. So like, like grew up in Swampscott. So like he had Swampscott, I said it wrong. <laughs> and, um, and Pete's from like an hour south of Boston. So he's, you know, he was a little bit of a stoolie beforehand. So he was very uh, very aware of the culture, um, I guess. And he also, when he was interviewing for the job, um, Erica basically was like, do it. You'll be happy. <laughs> like, you don't, re- you won't regret it. That's what she said in like an email to him. And I was like, who is this lady? This company like was in a, you know, dentist's office in, in Milton and now they're moving to the city. It's going to be like a startup. And he was in, he was interviewing for a job at NBC that was going to be in Connecticut. And, um, and they, oh, is Large coming in? Oh, is he? <laughs> and um, so, uh, so that job was going to be more stable. It was like in Stanford, Connecticut. It was going to be nine to five. You know, he would have to like wear khakis, but whatever. And I was like, <laughs> Maybe you should choose like the more stable one because now we have, you know, we're going to have two children, like blah, blah, blah. And he looks at me and he said, I, but I think Barstool is my dream job. And I was That's like, oh my God, do it. Like, do it. Like, forget anything that I said. Like, if you like have that feeling, like obviously do that and like, we'll figure it out, you know? So that's right. I'm glad that he expressed that to me. And then that like, I was like, no, like go ahead. You know, that's a big thing for somebody to say. Mm -hmm. Like when, when, um, when large was looking at when he left making the decision to leave wall street, it was one of the things where we went back and forth and we spoke about it a lot. And I remember saying to him, you know, if we won the lottery tomorrow, would you go back to Wall Street? Would you take a trading desk job just so that every day it wasn't boring and that you still had that feeling of relevance? And he was like, absolutely not. Definitely not. I said, would you, would you go to Barstool if you won the lottery? He's like, in a heartbeat. It would be fun to... I'm like, it's just kind of like a, yeah. a layup decision then. Yeah, kind of just sure. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, and, and so far it's been great. Is he happy that he made the decision? Yes. Like, does he seem like he still, like he still loves it as much as it... He thought he would most of the time, I think. (laughs) Um, 
I think it's better now. Like he's getting a little bit of a team underneath him. He's got Andrew and Colby who are like two guys under him. Andrew's been, was the first one that he hired and he's handling a lot of the things that Pete would have had to travel for. Like, well, large went to the, wherever they did bar school breakfast from this past week, Andrew went with them. Yeah. Um, to handle it where Pete at the might country talk. club. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, fun for Willie's, but, for yeah. Willie's function. Yes, yes mm-hmm. exactly. So um, Pete might've had to do that, but like he's busy design, you know, like moving into the new office. So he's able right. to, right. you know, so he's got, the, he's got a little bit of a team underneath him, which definitely helps. Um, and I think that it helps him to, to focus on like, you know, building things like the future and stuff. Right. Um, and Erica has told me like, she sees Pete as like part of the future of Barstool. So um, so that feels, you know, that feels good for both of us. I think, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. That's definitely, and it's nice to be included. Like it's nice that she speaks to you that way. I've never experienced a CEO like her before and just a little bit, like I don't, I don't, and I don't interact with her. You definitely do more no. than I do, but she, she just DMs me on Twitter sometimes. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think that's great because I, she, she knows how um, she probably, because he's there a lot, he probably expresses how much he, you know, loves his family and, and you guys are such an instrumental part of his day mm-hmm. that I think she appreciates that. And for her to reach out like that, that's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. You don't get that that often. No, not at all. And especially from, you know, it's more, I mean, whatever, it's more meaningful coming from a woman too and a mother. Absolutely. Know, she, so. yeah, I definitely agree. As yeah. I'm talking about that, we're, I'm getting inundated with mine. Hi. What's up? Hey. What's going on? Hey, large. I'm going to do a little sake. You guys, you, you guys drinking or no? Yeah. I've already finished my wine. Almost. Oh, Mally's got whiskey and Lisa's got wine. Mally, you're a whiskey drinker? Yeah. Look how fucking surprised I am. I know. <laughs> I'm absolutely shocked. How are, how are your gigantic breasts doing? <laughs> like, he's not talking to me, is he? No. We lost O'Malley. She yeah. fell off her chair. That's uh, that's a question for any of you guys. That's <laughs> not a question for me. Minor I have problem. whiskey all over my floor right now <laughs> because I spit it out. See how good natured and clean it was until he showed up. I was talking about boners earlier. What are you talking about, Annie? Oh. <laughs> That's true. But they were good-natured boners. <laughs> we, led off, we led off by talking about my husband's boners. So I wonder such thing. Oh, I'd love to hear more about those. Um, listen, guys, listen to the next episode of the Woman. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how you doing, Lisa? It's nice to see you. You too. Cheers. Yeah. I yeah. Have we met Cheers. at any Christmas parties or any of that bullshit? No, I've, I've never been invited to any of that. I just kind of crash. I just kind of, go, I just go everywhere. It was my first one. So I didn't, I didn't know any better. So I just, no, just, I didn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't, he doesn't bring me around that much. <laughs> Someone's going to watch the kids, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And how I old just are you go. They're um, four and then almost two. Okay. Oh, so you're in yeah. the, you're in the, I'm yeah. in it. Yeah. We have the same thing. Cause we do uh pod fathers, the three of us, since me yeah. and chaps have the kids that are kind of aged out a little bit, yep. they're teenagers and mm-hmm. then poor Clem. Right, Clem. Yeah, right. poor Clem. That poor us. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to jump in for a second, have a quick drink. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Great. Leaving night. the bottle. Mm-hmm. Bye. Leaving the bottle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you we bringing. We should it actually up. have him pick a "Would you rather" question for us, and have him ask us. Oh, good. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. 
O'Malley's got a question for you. Well, I'm have you do it. Well, it's a it's a question for him to actually ask us. Okay. Pick any of the would you rather's. Uh, do you have them up? I can't bring it. I'm, I'm using his laptop. Ah, uh, okay. Ooh, using Ooh. barstool stuff. I'm sporting <laughs> the gear. She's got her barstool Viva on. Oh, look at you. Nice. <laughs> I'm sweating, though. Have you noticed? Find the cool one on your Google Docs. Oh, um, I'll look. Because um, I can't Google. I can't get in that. The uh, hard factor guys were like, call, they called it out in this, in this morning's episode. And I was like, guys, you don't know what you're doing. Like, Barcel Breakfast has a podcast, and they will kill you. <laughs> and they, they oh, the they, drinking. They think they can out drink anyone, oh, and I was like, oh, "You're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking about the barstool breakfast guys because they." Don't you all oh, agree the barstool breakfast is very top heavy? Like we're uh, speaking of top heavy, O'Malley. Uh, <laughs> that's a boob joke, right at O'Malley's. <laughs> I'm sorry for doing that, but they're kind of low hanging fruit. Uh, they are. I'm in my 40s. <laughs> Four children in your 40s. Yeah. yeah. That was my last one. I'm two children in my 30s and they're not doing anything for me. I so. had a I had a broad break the other day. Oh. <laughs> it's a, the underwire snapped and I had to oh, jank it, you know, yank it out. And then I tried it on and it is the most weird. Like, oh, this is not going to work. So I had to like MacGyver the other one that was totally <laughs> in and working because I had thrown everything. Is that Sophia? That was the right. What did you call her? The left one? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I'll have to ask Za. <laughs> Za knows the names, my made up names. Oh. <laughs> so, but the hard factor guys, I think there's four of them, right? Yeah, tell there's me what four. the hard factor is. You'll have to tell me what that is. They it's do, uh, normal. I just haven't listened to it. Oh, yeah, I've never listened to it, too. They invited me to be on. I think they're a news show. They do. Yeah, they, it's like a parody, like Alex Jones. Right. They, right. And they're topical and stuff, but they're, uh, I think, mainly down in D.C. One of them is mm-hmm. further south, maybe in Texas. I think there's four guys. They're all kind of burly, berry type guys. Yeah. Um, and so they were saying how they can drink any other podcast on the table. And then Barstool Breakfast came up because we have a couple of the podcasts and stuff but we're so top heavy it's me and willie and then francis francis is down to drink every week but he doesn't do a lot and pat gets a couple of fruities in him and he gets he gets very like you know goofy jet ski doesn't drink but jet ski smokes like uh whatever people smoke like and za is no matter what you do he's still a small pitcher so i think we're (laughs) very very top heavy but outside of me and willie you know if those guys give a structured attack they could come at us, I guess. <laughs> be an interesting, be an interesting. If we go their best two versus our best two. Oh, forget it. Then we're unstoppable. But Willie doesn't really drink. He just kind of. Willie, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you met Willie, Lisa? Have you, you've seen? No, I haven't met. I've been, seen yeah. pictures. So this is, this is how Willie. This he how cuts he an imposing picture, imposing, uh, what's it called? He cuts an imposing frame or something. Oh, he does. Yeah. He, yeah. Cu- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he cuts an imposing figure. figure. Yeah, figure, yeah. that's it. Yeah. But his gullet. I'm, tired. I'm very tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> his gullet never moves. So when he drinks, if he's drinking the strongest alcohol or not, all he, he, all he does is he empties it. Oh. <laughs> he never does any of the swallow. He just empties it like he's pouring it into a bucket. That's and it's, it, it's, it's daunting for a guy like me who tries to keep up with him drink for drink. Yeah. But I think, uh, so I think it would be an interesting thing uh, for us to do with the hard factor guys. Because we drink on Fridays. Um, right. 
apparently on Thursday nights. It's going to be fun tomorrow when he's all hung over and it's going to be like, well, why? And then that's a great plug for our woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that? Thank you very much for coming on, Lisa. It's very nice. Of you. No problem. Absolutely. Nice, nice well, Natalie, what are you doing? Downloading I'm looking something? up those, the would you rather. Stuff. And what's a would you rather? Is it uh, the F Mary kill thing? Um, no, it'd be like, you know, which like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Okay. Or, you know, which anything. Willie asked that F Mary kill thing to a guy yesterday. We were filming beats and eats. Right. And it's like Curtis Cook, who's in some uh, TV show called The, Ch- the Chai of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so he did F. Mary Kill, Kanye West, um, Common, or some other, ra- oh, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I'm not answering that. I'm not gay. I was like, ooh. Ooh, like, that's yeah, like, terrible. I, like, <laughs> I said, no, I mean, and I, and I get that. Hypothetical. People have done that to me all the time. They're like, Ben Affleck. Matt Damon or Jimmy Fallon? I'm like, oh. Oh my God, that would be very hard for me. What? what oh, would it be? Ooh, really? Why? I would have to marry Jimmy Fallon because I've I've had a giant crush on him since he started on SNL. And this is where it gets like, interesting. It's obsessive. Not, now it's not Matt Damon in his prime, and it's no, not I'd kill Matt, Matt Damon in, in a prime. It's right now Matt Damon in prime. <laughs> See, I might. Here's the here's the thing. I might kill Ben Affleck because of what he did to Jennifer Garner. Okay, then that's that's read now. How about then I'd have to prime? fuck Matt Damon, I guess. Yeah, then you have that exactly. <laughs> what about what about in their primes? Would you in their primes? I would still pick Jimmy Fallon for like everything. Um, I would still probably marry Jimmy Fallon. I would, I would flip it because I did Matt. have a crush okay. on Ben on Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would Goodwill Hunt it. Goodwill Hunt it. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're taking the skin off. I, I, I would take I, the skin off of Ben Affleck <laughs> in his prime. I thought that he like Armageddon, Armageddon Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Or Talk when he was dating like, Halo. Wait, is there a bad Ben Affleck? Oh, yeah, he like got now uh, he got fat. He got, yeah, he got he got punchy. So. Oh no, I mean I don't it's mind Matt Dillon. Damon even in his prime is still Matt Damon. Wow. I'm going to give you one, O'Malley. Oh. Uh, so it's an it's an F marry kill. Are you ready? Are you going to add the kind? I'm ready. <laughs> Um, I'm Focus. going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, uh, the original Han Solo. The original Han Solo. Sorry, he's stressed out. Harrison, so Harrison Ford in his prime, right? As Han Solo. As he has Han to Solo. wear the outfit with the vest and everything. The vest the best and the pirate shirt, right? <laughs> right? He's got the whip. The Wookiee in the background. <laughs> original. <laughs> She's yeah. really concentrating. Original oh Lando. Billy D in oh, his prime. Oh, he That's is smooth. Five <laughs> commercial voice, Billy D. Right? He had he had a did you remember he had like an Avon cologne deal back in the <laughs> Do I remember? I yeah. Didn't remember. Did you have Did it? you wear it? Remember it? He's my F. <laughs> I have seen him because I went to Rhode Island Comic Con and went into the room just to listen to him. Really? Yes. I'm, and so, he's in the movie that's coming out. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to throw and I'm going to throw a curveball on the third one. So we have Han Solo in his prime, Billy Dean is prime, and like people would think that I'd go Mark Hamill, but I don't think yeah. Mark Hamill's even on the fucking. Thanks. So I'm going to go uh, Magnum PI in his prime. So you have three cops. <laughs> you have Magnum PI in his prime, mustache and the chest hair. There's two mustaches in that. Yes. <laughs> mustache mustaches yeah. in the race. I must ask you this question. <laughs> She's really concentrating, folks. Well, I'm thrown off the fact All that the, the third at home. isn't a Star Wars. I would like to go with the kill first. 
No, no, I wouldn't go to uh, at least it did the exact way you should do it. Who do you go with the marry first? Because then your favorite yeah. by the way, not Billy D because you're racist. <laughs> I mean, I think you fuck Billy D, right? She hands down, she would. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I could just I, yeah. So Magnum PI, I don't have much of a connection to. Um, I actually <laughs> used to go by his place in Hawaii when we lived there. I was little and there would be like, oh, that's where they're shooting. There was always a house. Um, but I was young and I, I've never rewatched his but stuff. But think about Tom Selleck for a second. I mean, honest to God, think Tom Selleck just for one second. <laughs> just one second. Just one second. Of and that. he is supposedly uh, unselfish. Oh. Neither the, is she. With the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I share a birthday with Tom Selleck. Now I have to look. It <laughs> it's either him or Burt Reynolds, but I can't remember. You know, oh, I don't. Oh, Burt. Burt don't even bring up Burt in our house. I would break. He would. He would. <laughs> dick off in Burt Reynolds in his prime. I apologize. I didn't mean that. But go ahead. I think I, it would I be. I, with him. It would be Billy D. I would take him for the evening or whatever, take and it. I would take okay. Han Solo. Say what it out loud. Lady. What a lady. I would marry Han Solo. Because he's a scoundrel and he's always off doing things, so I wouldn't be bothered. How many parsecs did he do the Kessel Run in? Do you remember? (laughs) Wow. He did it in 12. 12 parsecs, that's how bad you are. (laughs) Fantastic. I was going to say 14 and you would have been like, no, it's 12. No, it's not 12. Look what's behind her. Are you a big Kylo Ren person? Her dog's name is something like that. What's your dog's name? Noby. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Nobi. <laughs> we call him Nobi. My house internet is the Death Star, and my car is the Millennium Falcon. That's I what I've known, named my I Wi-Fi. What should I have done other than Magnum? I'm going to do one for Annie. Can I do one for Annie real quick? Yeah, do one for Annie. Yeah, it'd be good for me. It would be. Um, <laughs> it would be the. Uh, <laughs> Is this for ideas later? <laughs> are you going to guess for me? Are you going to tell me if you want to see the right first? It would be, um, uh, I won't do the favorite guy. I won't do. Um, uh, who's your Who's your guy, Annie? Who's your like? Bane? The guy who played oh, Bane? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. She I, won't, I won't do that because I know Tom Say Hardy. Say his name again. Tom Hardy. That's right. I will tell you right now. Yeah. In his prime. Oh, who? Um, the the lead singer of Poison. Ooh, Brett Michaels. In his prime. Wow, that's good. Uh, the John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Oh my God, that is a perfect f- Lisa. That is <laughs> perfect. Are we best friends now? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we missing? Or, or uh. Me. No, no. Uh, oh. So, um, so Bon Jovi in his prime. You with a wig on. Prime. Has <laughs> wigs. Michaels. Has been. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. No, with a wig on. Large with or, a, like a at or, night, like a hair uh, hairband wig on. In his prime, the lead singer of Metallica, James Hetfield. Oh. Which is which is. Uh, That's your guy, right? Your Metallica her, lady. Yeah. yeah, I took her to Mother's Day at uh, Metallica last year. So Hetfield. JBJ. 
JBJ, and who's the dude? Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Oh, Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I would have to uh, marry James Hetfield because, you know, you can have sex every day. Every day. True. Every day. <laughs> three day. times a day. Maybe <laughs> times a day. Maybe three. <laughs> Our sex. Let's keep it. Um, I, <laughs> not don't aim too high. As my, I know, we've spent a lot of time at Bon Jovi concerts. I'd have to kill John Bon Jovi. No, I would, oh. I would kill him anyway. I would rescue him from you killing yeah. him. I would. I would. I, I don't. I think he's swooping. I don't think he could handle me, so I'd have to go Brett Michaels. So you would bang Ooh. Brett Michaels. You would kill John Bon Jovi, and you would marry James. Yeah. That's right. No, I wouldn't guess that. I would. I would have flipped that around. We've been married twenty years. I would have flipped around the Bon Jovi. Uh, he's just guy. so pure, John Bon Jovi. Like he doesn't. He's just so nice, and I think I would just destroy him. I don't want to, and I don't want to <laughs> overtake the uh, podcast. But can you guys think of three? Oh, oh for you? Can you think Absolutely. of three Golden Girls? Because oh. <laughs> I don't remember all of them. Are How you many like Golden a, Girls? Were there four? Four. four. There was Blanche. Right. Give me three, and not the oh. uh, the old one is the one about you're going to take. Sophia. You do yes. take out Sophia, so you got so Blan- Blanche, Blanche, Dorothy, 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 and Rose, and Betty Rose. White. Betty, Betty White, White is Rose. So Betty White is Rose. Yeah. Uh, Maud is Blanche. Yes. And the, uh, who are, is Rose? No, Rose is no, Betty no. White. Rose is Betty White. She's not the whore. The the whore Rue is McClan- uh, Rue McClanahan is um is not Blanche is what's her name. I gotta look it up. Dorothy is Dorothy. Dor- Rue McClanahan is Dorothy. Yeah, I'd kill Maud, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd bang. Oh, I thought Rue. And do you want to? No, marry. Rue is. Isn't she? <laughs> no, no, Maud. The big one is The big one's Dorothy. I thought Maud was Rue McClanahan. <laughs> no, Maud. No, that's Rue um, McClanahan, isn't it? B. Arthur. I'd kill B. Arthur. Yeah, B. Arthur. I'd kill B. Arthur with my bare hands. I You'd was, have the fist fighter. I would snap. Oh, right. Rue McClanahan is. No, you're afraid yes. of Jerry. Okay, you're, you're right. right. You should be afraid of B. Arthur. I would challenge <laughs> B. Arthur to rough and rowdy. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. in peace. Good work. Yeah. And then I would, yeah, I'd kill B. Arthur. I would Where is Pete? White, Get him out of here with a And a, I would with bang a, the shit out of Rue McClanahan. Pete, do you want to play Would You Rather? With large? No, thanks. Not even with large. Large is here. Do you want to see your friend large? That is so <laughs> funny. He's just laughing. <laughs> you want to come say hi to your best friend, Large? That is so funny. Yeah. No, but let's yeah, pick. Up, let's pick. Probably watching the birds. Like I'm gonna go. Let's What's, say. I mean. So your choices are Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek is one of my favorites. Monica Bellucci. It's one of my favorites. And Scarlett Johansson. It's one of my least favorites. I think Scarlett. Jo- hey, Pete. What's up, pal? Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. Scarlett Johansson is one of my least favorite. We're doing Would You Rather or Mary yeah. Fuck Kill, actually. Okay. I would yeah. I would kill Scarlett Johansson in a heartbeat. Okay. That's fair. Kill her. <laughs> I don't know the other ones. I and love I would, her. I would I would um See, you get to you get to bang one every day if you marry her. Yeah. I would uh I would I would bang um Nobody. I love my wife. Uh, oh my I, I did not take that high road. I, I, we're talking about in a prime. I would bang the shit out of Salma Hayek and I would marry the shit out of Monica Bellucci. And a heartbeat. And a heartbeat, yeah. Big, uh, who's the last one? The I, with I the, don't know who. Monica, who's Monica Bellucci? Monica Bellucci is a... Uh, oh, she's pretty. She's a little bit obscure, but she's a she's a, an Italian actress. She was a Bond girl. Um, 
she's she looks very Italian and she's got big hams, big O'Malley's rather. Sorry about that. And um, <laughs> she's absolutely wonderful. She's spending you're of good timing when yeah, she's she taking a drink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salma Hayek is the Mexican Monica Bellucci. Okay. So, oh, no. Yeah, I would say Monica Bellucci is the Italian Selma Hayek, maybe. I don't know. No, I'll, I'll go either way, but I'm going okay. to marry her and bang Selma Hayek. <laughs> Selma Hayek is married to a man who's worth $9 billion. That's true. You know. Yes. Ah, Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. You know, if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> this, is a, this is a big show. This is a big woman show. Yeah. yeah it's a big deal. It is a woe-man show. He don't comes off radio. Right? Doesn't what were my two exclusives? I dropped two exclusives. One was that you're colorblind. He's colorblind. That's right. I made that fairly. What public. was the second exclusive I dropped? I thought there was another one. Oh, there was another one. I don't know. We'll have to. And the alcohol got in the way. Yeah, we started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm not really sure. <laughs> handsome guy too, right? Like, wait a He's very handsome, right? Yeah. yeah. Large, you tell them to be nice. Uh, tell them to be nicer to him at the office. And I'll tell you what they do. Every now and again, they get Pete in a bad angle. They take a mm. picture of him with the tight they shirt, do. and it's. They do. Not- it's unfair. They did it to me at the golf tournament where they got me on the side and it looked like I was crowning. Like I was dilated <laughs> 21 centimeters. It's all about, you know, there's all these angles they can get you at. It's a wake up call though. <laughs> I'm, I'm down probably 10 pounds since that horrible one was taken at FanDuel. Uh, and uh, yeah. you got it. I mean, it is what it is. It's yeah. a wake up call yeah. when yeah. it happens. Yeah. All, and and yeah. plus it just lends to, it's like old dumplings Pete. All buffet piece, right? Like the whole. It's a tough. It's That's a tough why I love Barstool. It is so much like working on the floor. Yeah. Oh, oh and the puppy's here. Shay makes his, his I'll tell you what, God forbid you cross eyed too. Like they give rigs. Like when yeah. Riggs goes east-west, <laughs> like in certain shows, it's it's absolutely terrible. They really do find everyone's weakness. And they'll say things. And it's funny. And if you and the people who aren't in on the joke take it too seriously, it's like, you know, shut up. <laughs> but like, you know, like Jared didn't have Dave do all that paperwork, but Dave will go on every show and be like, I had to like sign, I'm your dad, I'm your father now. Well, he never even did any of the paperwork. So Jared had to pay like three times as much and did it on his own. But Dave will tell everyone and then you'll see the comments. Yeah. Clueless people are something. Casey had done one of those like thirst trap pictures where she was modeling uh, like a Barstool breakfast, maybe not a barstool breakfast, a barstool Christmas sweater where she was yeah. just wearing the sweater and she pulled it down like barely like into her, you know, past private. And she was like looking down. So I did the same thing with a barstool breakfast t shirt. I, I saw it. I saw it. I'll never yeah. forget. And then somebody had said, uh, to me, and I thought it was good. Somebody put in a comment, uh, FDR called. He wants his legs back. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have thin legs, I skip like day apparently. Um, but one leg was behind the other, but it looked like both my legs. I tried to set you up exactly how Casey was standing because so I thought it was a great picture of her. It was a great picture, and I think it moved Thank merch you. because that was during the um, the Black Friday. Push. Yes, well, they were having the contest, so I. <laughs> you know what else moved merch? So I'm yeah. like, you got to come in here. You got to do this. You got to set this way. So I'm setting him up exactly how. All of a sudden, he goes. 
do you mind if I take my, my boxers off for this? I'm like, uh, well, oh, yeah, so I was about naked. No one's going to know. So when you throw the O'Malley's in the T-shirt. So we have three new T-shirts coming out. That guy was in the office, uh, Pete, uh, the guy Trigg. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. Trigg, very talented guy. Yep, very good. And um, so he sat down with me and Willie. And so Willie wants to do one with the three of our Thank faces. You, like in uh, French, like French, French girls. girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Willie wants to do one. Uh, oh, I want to do a Fridays for the Gentleman. Just because okay. yes. Fridays. And then Willie said, I just want one where it says Barstool across the chest. Like simple. I said, Willie, I don't know if people will do just, uh, no, breakfast across the chest. I was like, I don't know if people okay. want to do that unless they work for Denny's. Uh, why don't we do something urban? Like, I'm telling this to Willie. He was born in the Bronx, <laughs> right? Willie does, does not use sunscreen. I use a lot of sunscreen. Right. Like, in our house, we buy it by the gallon. Yeah, yeah. Spray paint breakfast across the trip. Oh, like graffiti. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, why don't we do a 70s subway car that's tagged breakfast across the whole thing? And Trig has that like that sensibility to him. Like he yeah, looked yeah. like he might've been spray painting trains at some point, <laughs> uh, a, sm a small urban feel to him. So I think that's going to be a big seller, like to stretch out over the, uh, the girls O'Malley. Yeah. Like, they have yeah. like breakfast going <laughs> just, through. Just send them to me. I'll, I'll model them. Lisa, <laughs> another hot off the me, press. We got send me merch because he doesn't get me merch. You got to get very merch. bad at it. So yeah. like you Store large. <laughs> yeah, I get a, I get a free merch. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean to say that, but if we do get the mock-ups, I always I never do them in the three yeah, XLs because I don't wear them. The boys always wear them, but I get them for the kids. Yeah. He's not yeah. actually content, yeah. so that's probably part of the problem. That's 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 it. That's yeah, why, I yeah. But I'll see you at the Christmas party this year. Ah. I'm so, I'm coming to the Christmas party. That's great. Ah. And he gets to go. Yeah. I, <laughs> I kind of just went, and Dave was like, "God, I can't wait to see you next year." What was he going to say? She went because I because I addressed as Santa. And I brought right. a piece of those uh, champagne bottle oh, highlights. Yeah. So she was there almost as a as a as a promoter, or as she was a stunter, or a fluffer. <laughs> Definitely the fluffer. I just went. <laughs> so Pete, so this is going to be an F marry kill, Pete. Okay, you ready? Yep. Wait, I, I have to add one. Who's the um, Lauren Graham is on the list. Lauren I Graham. I gotta look her. Yeah, Lorelai Gilmore. He's got a. One the of those famous boaters. I'm going to go Heather Graham. Oh, she's prom. from she's from the Pacifier. So uh, yeah, right. and I know who Lauren Graham is. She was from Gilmore Girls. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm going yes. Lauren Graham. Gilmore girl fan. I'm going Heather Graham. Okay. Inner Prime. Heather Graham, Roller yeah, Girl. In, Inner Prime. And a Graham Cracker. No, I'm going to think of a third. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, and I chose not to. Yeah, you would. Or Alexander Graham. Bell. Blake Lively. Blake Lively Enterprise. I love her. Blake Lively Enterprise, which I might be now. Well, she's pregnant with number three right now. Is she really? She's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Lauren Graham. I want someone to do my nose like that. F. Mary Kill, all business Pete, Wolf Vampire. Speaking to the mic. Now. That's tough. Stop, exclusive. Right? This is an exclusive. A one yeah. man podcast exclusive. Yeah. That's right. We got a lot of those. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show the uh, Barstool Breakfast T-shirt here first. Yeah. Oh boy. Ooh, on right. the po on the podcast. Show it yes, on. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. The audio podcast. We're, just, we're, we're, just we're making clips. <laughs> she is. She posted Ellen Carabas. There was a, there was a right. clip of Ellen Carabas last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I. I'm not a big Heather Graham guy. I think I would kill her. That's an yeah. excellent choice. And then uh, I was going to kill John Bon Jovi. So there you go. Yeah. I can't believe I was going to rescue Captain. I just and 
Yeah, and then I think I would just uh, uh, marry my longtime crush, Lauren Graham, and fuck uh, Blake Lively. There you go. That's not a bad it's fucking bad. afternoon. That's not a bad no. weekend. Who's losing? <laughs> really? Who's losing? No. Nobody. Old Miss yeah. Pete wins. They it's gave a win, me win. the Golden Girls. That was good, yeah. You asked for the Golden Girls. How, how do you choose? Girls. Yeah, how do you <laughs> choose? <laughs> and you did two because you did the Golden Girls and then you did your own personal choices. That's right. Do you know when I was watching the Golden Girls, it was the first time I realized that there was a scene where I think it was Blanche was talking about if she had sex when she was over them how they would look bigger. Yes, look like up and, like, and, and, but someone was like, but they'll hang and, and you're not at that age where they hang nicely. And then, <laughs> but if I'm on my back, they'll just flatten out. And she was just like, she was in this quandary of like, how do I have sex? Now? <laughs> it was like a whole boob situation. And I was like, I'm learning a lot. And my mother's in the room. I don't know how this is. <laughs> Oh my God. So does Keep anybody bra is probably Lisa, do you have any tattoos? I do not have any tattoos. I had a belly button ring once. Did you? That was no like longer. A nose ring. No longer. You had a nose ring. Mm. O'Malley's got a nose ring. O'Malley's got more rings. Earrings. How many yeah. earrings do you have? She's got a lot of piercing. O'Malley is very secretive. She's very <laughs> mysterious. Yeah. Do you have anything other than pierced ears, Lisa? I just have, I have two in my ears, but I only use the one and then the belly button. Which... Do you have any uh, tattoos? Nope. Not yet. Nope. Prince Albert. Okay, how many? Uh, <laughs> Just how many, boring. How many piercings do you have? A lot. Thirteen. She does. Thirteen. You're a fucking pinata. She is, and yeah. she's got a bunch of tattoos too. She's awesome. <laughs> she's such a badass. I love tattoos. <laughs> do you have, you have tattoos? No, I don't have. I don't have any. I have ideas. I so want, we went. Like, so whole, that whole conversation was all yeah. the ones you wanted to have. That's right. Yeah. She wants to I have want this whole like Irish like tree and you know thing and. So uh, you're the only one with a tattoo. It's classy as fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were supposed to debut your tattoo. I have one tattoo. It's a picture of my wife that I drew. <laughs> with the fancy sunglasses that you like that's yeah. right you those are the sunglasses that, that if Annie wears like as I, used to, I used to be a, uh an artist like i used to do sketches and stuff like You're that still a good so, artist. you know just that i would like busk and stuff like that and like all of a sudden i would draw lisa and i didn't even know her then but all my stuff looked like lisa <laughs> so fucking it was so weird people were like who who does that look like i was it's like really somebody weird. It's not going to be until 2019. Never better. I have a little bit of stocky in me. <laughs> I went to work with her husband. And, uh, you know, he's here. It's the fact that you're a redhead. By the way, there's three redheads on this platform right now. Yeah. She she is the most true. Yeah, she's, oh, she's, she's yeah. light. Yeah. 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 I have the, I have like the, the, the dark auburn. You do. Yeah. Yeah. The darker one. And it, so, yeah, you, you, we hit for the cycle. And yeah. You're, uh, you're brown, right? Brown? He's brown, right? Blonde. Or is he red? Dark Are you blonde. red too? No. Is that dark? It's dark, he thinks dark blonde. He, he thinks he's blonde. No. <laughs> Do you say you're blonde? <laughs> Look at her yeah, face. I say it. You think you're a sandy like, blonde? Yeah. He was blonde when he was younger. He was like a toehead <laughs> until he was like. Lisa, your face was blonde. awesome. <laughs> he tells our children like it's like you know the kids go Don't like Annie anything. goes to school and she's by she's drawing <laughs> pictures and like that's true. What color are you gonna color mommy's hair? Red. What color is your hair? Yellow. Because she's like both of our kids are blonde, blonde, blonde. Yeah. And and then what color is daddy's hair? And she's like black. And I was like, yes, exactly. No. That is so funny. And he tells her blonde, blonde like it's gonna confuse them. No, no, no. It's so just, well, listen to this. We have a guy in town. 
<laughs> so I gotta tell a story because it's so funny. His kids all have like that platinum, like like um like they call them toe heads, right? Yeah, like yeah. Their hair is blonde. Yeah. Dutch and, boy haircuts. And the Dutch boy haircuts. And everybody was like, wow, your kid's hair is so white. It's so cute. And this and that. And he like he he must have gotten off on the fact that everybody loved the fact that his kid's hair was so white. But apparently he loved it so much that he did it himself and he never told his wife. So all of a sudden the wife notices that his kids have these rashes all over their bodies. <laughs> so she brings them to the pediatrician and she's like, I don't know what this is. They got this con- skin condition. I can't figure it out. So he's, the doctor tells her that, well, you got to stop putting lemon or sun in, in their hair. She's like, I don't put lemon or sun in, in my hair, my kid's hair. Oh my she, the dad was doing it. Every night. <laughs> Great dad. Yeah. So the dad is like, do oh, I'll do baths. Yeah. So he would do baths every night. Yeah. And then afterwards, he put like sun in, like some sort of oh peroxide product in the <laughs> hair. And it was actually, you know, as the kids were still wet out of the shower, and Yikes. so it was, it was coming he was like down bleaching their hair. It was burning their Yikes. skin. It's a huge dad move to bleach their kids' hair in the bath and not really wipe it out. Right. Yeah, they had like red streaks from where it was burning them. Right. But otherwise, they were tight. They were like Amish hot, like you wanted to buy paint from them. <laughs> it was perfect. Oh. And we have to plug in. We have to plug in the computer. My tech guy needs to help me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, the internet has gone down at the office. It's plugged in over there. What charger do you need? You don't have a charger for your laptop? Oh, boy. It's getting affectionate now. I will not mention. I will not mention that the internet went down. It's not the internet. It's the 10% battery, and he doesn't have a charger because he left it at the office. We can switch to my computer, I guess. Can I rejoin? Of course, because yeah. mine was doing mine was doing updates. I smartly was like, "Yeah, let's do updates when I have five minutes till I have to use the computer." Um, we're having too much fun. Stick around. Is this cool? We're okay, okay sticking around on the Woman Pod, right? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Fine. Whoa, dude! That's, that's really what it's about. It's sort of we we wanted to have kind of like this Mother's Day ish, you know, thing and just kind of like, how's, you know, how's the real life going instead of yeah. all this fake, you know, bullshitty Instagram, you know, lives that everyone making themselves look, you know, so perfect. And it's like, this is real. What kind of charger is it though? It's fucking um, crazy. Right, isn't it, Molly? It's crazy. Like the, like I couldn't possibly, I came home from the golf tournament the other day. I said, Annie, I'm, I almost had an accident. Like, you know, because <laughs> I had, kind of an accident. Like I had a stomach issue. Oh. And so like, I couldn't see me intimating that to one of these other girls. Monica Bellucci? No, like, <laughs> no, I don't mean like, but any of these inst- in Instagram type girls, like if mm. I was out there and you don't like look for the long game, but I would, I just don't feel comfortable in my skin with, with kids, with girls nowadays. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like, I don't think for the long game, if Vibs... I disagree with I you. I think Casey Vibs. would definitely bring her boyfriend or her husband an extra set of drawers and jeans like I did for the... Uh, when we did, yeah, I had, I I had a stomach you. issue. Uh, and uh, We were doing a happy hour in the city. And when we... For St. Patrick's Day, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. Day, yeah. And yeah. I ended up with the stomach flu after... And, oh. An extra bag. And I was like, why are you bringing a bag? She's like, I know you have a, uh, a stomach issue, so I brought an extra pair of jeans just in case... Listen, I don't shit myself on the reg. 
So it's not like I'm no. saying that, yeah, I'm putting that out there, but she, <laughs> she, she was planning for. Yeah, you kind of know what Just in case. Yeah, yeah, like that's not, like I think that. Right. No, uh, no, it's one of the reasons why we 20 I mean, if in. you brought years, me, in, way, I'm pretty sure. 20 years yesterday, yeah. We're coming up on eight, eight in September. That's so cute. If he brought me a pair of pants to change it to just in case, <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> you would bring me an extra bottle of sake or an extra bottle of vodka. I bring you an extra pair of underwear and jeans. <laughs> I am on it for everybody. If anybody was on it for me, I would have a problem. I keep my shit. Down. I would request, like Pete would bring it, but I would have to specifically request it. Like I would say, can you please bring exactly. me I'd have to be like, these exact underwear, these exact jeans or else who knows what I would wind right. up with. But he wouldn't think of it ahead of time necessarily. Although when we moved back from Atlanta, I was a mess. Remember that? You <laughs> shit yourself <laughs> all the time. I dropped that whole thing of silly musk around his house. Uh. The amount of feces came out of no. I'm making that up. I'm making that up 100. She never should have self me. So 20 years. Here's a question, girls. Yeah, yeah. ladies, woman, woman. Uh, so we were. So I, I think uh, we'll go back to Liz. Liz was on a wine walk with uh, Sean Avery, the oh. hockey player. Yeah, and yeah. she said that um, Sean Avery was, lives with uh, somebody. She live. He lives with um, the. He's he's dating a famous model cupcake. or something, right? Yeah, yeah, like one of the girls who was like, you know. Looking so she said, uh, "Does she ever use the bathroom in front of you?" And Sean Avery's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. And Liz's like, "Well, if you're shaving and she has to oh, take a dump, does she does she do that?" And the guy's like, "No." Rachel, and um, and she's like, "But is that a weird thing?" And he's like, "Is that something that you would do?" And she's like, yeah, that's something that I would do. She and would? if my boyfriend had never. asked me, she's like, I'm not into bodily fluids, but if my boyfriend asked me, I'd let him pee on me. Listen if that would, yeah, she's like, if that was something that my boyfriend wanted to do, I would never let my boyfriend shit on me, which I thought was a, a, a nice stand to take. That's a good hill to yeah. take. I would never let somebody shit on me. That's my hill. But if he said that he wanted to piss on me, I thought that was something that was. And listen, I, I like Liz a lot, and I I, pass and I, no and I admire the fact that she has that kind of thing. But I've been married twenty years to Annie. If all of a sudden I was like, "Listen, twenty, let's hit the reset button," and from twenty to twenty-five, I'm pissing all over you all the time, and I think it's gonna fucking spice it up. I know for a fact you would say, "Fuck no, no." Right, like I, I think, and if if I was shaving, and she's like, "Listen, uh, uh, something has hit me. I, I don't know. Something's going south. I had a bad oyster. I need to get in there." I would say, I'd kick no. you out. I would go. I would go outside. I have, and this is going to be very personal. Have either of you women had any kind of bottle? Do you use the bathroom in front of your husband, Lisa? You first go. Okay, you're taught. These are two different subjects. I, I was going to say like. that. They're no, no, not piss on, on you. all business. It's on you for like for like a sexual reason is entirely different than like using the bathroom in front of someone. Do you use it in front of all business feet? Um, not like on purpose. Like sometimes we, there's a like if you ha it's an emergency situation like a stomach flu or something like I run in there. Fuck who who cares who's in there? Like I'm doing it. Special dispensation. But you don't do it on a Tuesday. No, we are private poopers. O'Malley. 
No, in fact, when I bought my last house outside of New England, there were homes that were beautiful, but they didn't have a water closet that that room that was, you know, made just for the toilet. And I passed like, up I want a pocket fucking door that <laughs> I passed up on all those homes because I had to have I had to have the individual area. Not because I pooped. I mean it was just for the ex. No, 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 I just didn't want to be like I, I I've never because that's not I you know yeah. go down that road. I wouldn't do the like the daily poop yeah. like we do that separately. But in an emergency yeah. situation, yes. Emergency. I wouldn't feel I mean he, let me tell can I can I segue into something that I specifically want to talk to you about, Pete? He is a very good labor coach. He um, Mike wasn't allowed to it. go below my shoulder. He loves it. He loves it. He will if anybody in the, any of the listeners ever get pregnant, he will be your labor coach. He gets fired up, and he was <laughs> he wasn't like in it, but he was he saw it. You know, like he was down there. And he wasn't I, allowed I, to. Watch I was it like, all. do I was like, do whatever you feel comfortable with, but like I'm the one doing it, so like what you know, I don't really care about you, anyways. But, Large had a fruit juice cart so, in a wheelchair, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even joking. He had a fruit juice cart in a wheelchair. So you had a week. A week. Oh yeah. He, he cut the umbilical cord for the first, for Annie, for my first one. And he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't able to for the second one. And he's kind of bummed about it because he had the cord wrapped around his neck just a couple of times. Sure. Um, like no, not like an emergency emergency, but like, so the doctor just cut it real quick and he was kind of bummed that he didn't get to cut it for Sam. So, um, but he, um, I mean, he's just very encouraging, uh, did whatever I needed to do, which is all you need to do for the woman, you know, the, the person in labor. But, um, he wasn't shy about any of it, like totally, you know, because it's gross. Like giving birth is gross. Large showed it, showed it at my doctor. Does it have balls? <laughs> I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys didn't know what you were having. We so didn't we didn't know. No. So he was, that's his way of asking, you know. By the way, when Lisa's internet just went down, <laughs> it got her going towards the router. Yeah. And uh, in the most unflattering <laughs> thing ever, right? Looks like she's so going up to no. awesome that just, just came through the dog door, right? All business feats internet went down. And it's what I think is nice is that we finally lost all business Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> And Annie and I are a bottle of sake in. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> you know what we did, O'Malley? We went to, uh, it's nice when it turns into a, like a booze fest. When we I went love to the this. Blue Man Group last We went to uh, Blue Man Group last week. back on? She's coming here. I think she's coming. Yeah. If I had a nickel. <laughs> I heard that. Saying, uh, Oh, won't you come to your about me? Troubles and doubts
Just 